0: Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Military Real Estate Rookie Show. I'm your host, Serena. This show is about empowering men and women of the military to grow their wealth through passive income using real estate. I am on the journey of building wealth using real estate, and I want to take you with me. My focus will be to interviews and lesson learns and tips and different ways of investing while having fun and being in the military. The quote of the day is, if it was easy, everybody would do it. I want to make sure that you guys get all the information you need, break it down, make sure that you A to Z know how to invest in real estate. I'm your host, Rena. Until then, let's get the mission done and let's take this journey together. Welcome to the Military Real Estate Rookie Show. I'm your host, Rena. Today's topic is advantages and disadvantages of real estate investing. So most of the advantages of the ownership of small rental properties, usually one to four units, are typical of any type of real estate investment. Tax benefits during the holding period, the possible benefits of leverage, and the potential for significant appreciation over time. Now, the tax benefits of the ownership of any type of income producing real estate stems in part from depreciation deductions. Depreciation is a non cash deductible expense, meaning that the owner can deduct a portion of the cost of the building, but not the land, from taxable income, despite the fact that no cash payment is made for that amount. The buildings are depreciated over what is called a recovery period. For residential properties, such as apartment buildings or single-family residencies, the recovery period is usually 27.5 years. For all other properties, it is usually 39 years. Now, an example might prove helpful. Let's look at it. Say, for instance, if you have a rental house, and, it's purchased, and you purchased it for $150,000. Now, according to the assessor's data, the land is valued at $50,000, and the construction are value, the structure is valued at $100,000. Now, the owner could deduct $3,600 for each property of the year it's held, which is $100,000 value of structure, divided by the 27.5-year recovery period. Now, we should note, the depreciation deduction amount to a deferral of taxes because while you get a benefit from deducting the annual depreciations from your taxable income, you also have to deduct it from your basis in the property. When you sell the property, the, tax, the taxable capital gains will be the sale price less to the adjusted basis of the property. Since the total depreciation is deducted from the basis, That lowers the basis, meaning your gain on your sale will be much greater. The gain on the sale will be the sales price less the adjusted basis. Any gain on a sale up to the total depreciation deduction taken over the life of the property will be taxed at 25% tax rate as depreciation recapture. Since this can get a bit complicated, I would talk to my CPA and see how you could maximize your benefits. Now let's go over another benefit of real estate investing. Say for instance is you have a potential benefit from leverage. Now leverage is use of a borrowed money to make an investment. Leverage is like a magnifying glass. It makes the profit percentage bigger. The easiest way to understand this concept is to use this example. Suppose you bought a property for $100,000 and it later appreciated by 10% to $110,000. If you paid all cash for the property, you would have a $10,000 gain on a sale, a 10% profit. Now, suppose instead of paying all cash, you made a $10,000 down payment and borrowed the remaining 90000 through a mortgage loan. If you then sold the property for 110,000, you'll still have a $10,000 profit, but this would be on a cash outlay of like a 10,000 to 100,000 cash on cash profit. Yes, I mean it can be a little tricky, but hopefully you get the picture with that example. Now, another potential benefit of purchasing investment property is the potential for appreciation the median price of a new home in the United States from January 1st, 1963 through February the 1st, 2022, it grew from $17,000 to $321,000 during that period. That is a big, big gap. So if someone mentioned the name FRED, it stands for Federal Reserve Economic Data. This is where I got this information from. Now, Another relative advantage of purchasing single-family residencies as investment property relates to the concept of liquid, liquidity. Now, the term liquidy refers to how quickly one can convert an asset to cash. The most liquid you have is the cash you already have and your checking account, which can be converted to cash almost instantly. Stocks and bonds are not as liquid as checking accounts since you don't have you don't have to receive the payments until like 5 days after the sale but they are more liquid than any other investment particular real estate now real estate would not be considered highly liquid since real estate purchasers generally require at least 30 to 45 day closing period before the seller receives the cash and that ignores the time it takes to reach the purchase and sales agreement However, small residential properties are relatively more liquid than other uh, other types of real estate, such as apartment complex and shopping centers. Now, let's talk about the disadvantages of buying rental property. So we mentioned the small units, one to four units. So this is a disadvantage because you have you can these include like uh, financing issues, the possibility of declining prices, and property management issue is one a major concern. So lenders treat mortgages on rental properties differently than mortgages on a personal residence. There's a simple explanation for this. Lenders assume that a borrower would default on a loan against a rental property more readily than a default on a, per, a personal residence. As a result, lenders often require a much higher down payment on rental properties, typically twenty to thirty percent. Sometimes lenders will accept a lower down payment in return for a higher loan points, sometimes as high as three points. Another factor is that when the market, when the mortgage market tightens, loan on investment properties will become harder to get sooner than loans for personal residency. When the mortgage Uh, begins to loosen again, loans on investment property will benefit less. While it's true that the long-term trend for housing prices is uh, upward, that is not always the case. During the years immediately preceding the financial crash of 2008, many people seemed to operate on the assumption that there was a provision of the United States Constitution that said, real estate prices must go up. By 2008, the real estate market crashed and people learned that their real estate prices can go indeed down. Now, when real estate prices decreases, we often see the downside of leverage, right? Earlier, we said that the leverage is like a magnifying glass. It makes the profit percentage bigger. Now, the problem is that it works the other way. Leverage makes the loss percentage bigger. Let's return to our previous example where the two people eat, you know, we bought the houses for $100,000. One paid all cash and the other took out $90,000. Suppose now that the price of each house drops to $90,000. The all cash buyer would be down $10,000, 10% on the investment. The buyer with the mortgage would find that his or her um, entire 10%. Temp- thousand dollars down has been wiped out. Now, and another disadvantage for, you know, investing in small rental property is that the property management issue. Small investors can choose either to manage the property themselves or hire a property manager. Now, property manager conclude there's no need to find tenants, negotiate lease or rentals because they do all the work. And the rent must be collected for those tenants. This can be a simple matter of opening a mail and perhaps making an occasional phone call for others. More effort you know would be involved, possibly including the legal procedures necessary for eviction. And most state laws favor the tenants, and if the tenant is willing to declare bankruptcy as a strategy, it can take months and thousands of dollars in expense. So you have to look at this disadvantage because this this is a big issue when it comes to property management, and it's also sometimes needed on an emergency basis as well. And the potential of of using a, a property management when you say emergency basis would be the maintenance costs and all that, and you know you getting woke up from home and, and uh, from late nights and everything, and you, and you have a, your tenant has emergency. Now, there's a potential for damage caused by the tenants as well, and that could be a really big thing. So if you don't have uh, the recourse on a lease that says that if a tenant breaks or do something or damage your your unit, you could end up paying for that and the tenant could walk off without paying. Okay, vacancy presents a particular risk for investors who own one rental property. If a tenant left and it took several months to find a qualified new tenant, that would be three months without rental income. This is one of the reasons that lenders do not want to see just having one uh, rental property with no uh, large reserves. Now now that the owner of a hundred unit apartment plus, you have more leeway, you have more margin. If one unit stands vacant, it won't hurt. The issue of whether the owner manages the property personally or hires a property manager becomes a question of owner's time and capabilities versus the cost involved. Many real estate brokerage firms will manage small real properties. The cost involved will, of course, vary from one community to another. It is not uncommon for such service to cost between 7 to 9% or even lower. depends on the gross rent of the gross rent. Sometimes there is a upfront payment required to find the initial tenant and then lower monthly costs. So, owners should carefully consider what property management you want to hire. All right, so we discussed the upside and downside of using leverage and purchasing real estate, disadvantages and advantages. And I wanted to educate you guys on the real estate blind side because a lot of times, yes, we can say real estate is a good thing for passive income, but you have to know your goals and and if you can handle uh, most of the ins and outs of uh, buying real estate. My job is to educate you on building wealth through real estate and to give information on the advantages and disadvantages that goes with it. So with that, I have a new ebook called Military Real Estate Passive Income Using Real Estate to Generate Income. In this book, I am offering valuable advice on how to use real estate investment to create passive income, specifically, tell it to the, those who have served or who's currently serving in the military. From the fundamentals of real estate investing to the details of uh, particular deal making, I am covering it all. Whether you're just starting out in real estate or you're just a seasoned veteran, this book has something valuable for you. So if you're looking for a way to generate income and instead steady stream of income with real estate, this is the book to get. Now, order your copy of the Estate Terry Real Estate Ricky uh, Passive Income on Amazon.com and start your journey to financial freedom. This is my service to you and you guys have a great day. Until next time, I'm out.